1: Tonight, as we come on the air, tens of millions are on alert for dangerous storms targeting both coasts. The flooding emergency in the west and the potential nor'easter taking aim at the I-95 corridor. First in the west, more rain set to hit California and Nevada, officials expanding the state of emergency. Residents told to evacuate, some needing rescue as rivers rise and levees are breached and the Northeast now bracing for what is expected to be a powerful winter storm. Parts of upstate New York and New England could get more than a foot of snow. Senior meteorologist Rob Marciano reporting from the storm zone in California and timing out the forecast. The growing concerns about the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen saying the federal government will not provide a bailout for the bank, but federal regulators working in overdrive throughout the weekend, hoping to allow customers to get access to their insured money starting tomorrow. Business owners worried about making payroll and staying afloat, and new concerns about another bank. Elizabeth Schulze from Washington. Former Vice President Mike Pence lashing out at Donald Trump, his harshest words yet for the former president, saying Trump's words on January 6th endangered my family. Ike Jachi with late reporting. Tough criticism from the head of the NTSB for Norfolk Southern, the train company involved in that toxic derailment in Eastern Ohio, saying the company's new safety measures are not robust enough and the residents still demanding answers more than a month after the toxic incident, telling the company, in their words, to do the right thing. Mona Kosar Abdi with the latest. The details just coming in from Southern California, at least eight people dead after two suspected smuggling boats capsized off the San Diego coast. DeMarco Morgan from California. The triumphant return to Earth for the SpaceX crew after five months in orbit. What the commander said after splashdown, And Hollywood's biggest night is here. The inspiring messages to young people from three incredible Oscar nominees. Lindsay Davis from the champagne carpet.
2: From ABC News World Headquarters in New York, this is World News Tonight.
1: Good evening and thanks for joining us on this busy Sunday. I'm Rachel Scott. We're following several developing stories as we come on the air, but we begin with weather. Tens of millions on alert on both coasts as two major storm systems take aim. California facing another brutal round of excessive rainfall, triggering dangerous flooding and mudslides. Flood watches in effect for more than 16 million until Wednesday. The breaching of a levee in Monterey County, forcing more than 8,000 people from their homes. This video was shot from inside an Amtrak car, homes and cars and water that's waist high. Dozens of rescues over the weekend, first responders going door to door to assist those stranded in their homes and searching for people trapped in vehicles. This video showing a helicopter rescuing a man caught in rushing floodwaters after his car was washed away. He escaped from his car before being pulled to safety. And another storm system battering the south and now taking aim on the east coast. Arkansas experiencing lightning strikes and downed trees overnight. ABC senior meteorologist Rob Marciano leading us off again tonight.
2: Tonight, millions in the West continue to be battered by relentless rains, pushing rivers to the brink. Monterey County inundated with water. Thousands mandated to evacuate. A levee breach on the Pajaro River forcing residents to flee. Left turn. First responders navigating the flooded streets, searching for people who might be stranded in submerged vehicles.
3: We are not done yet. We are dealing with rain and wind events that I can only describe as a super soaker saturation event.
2: California National Guard also on the ground.
3: Last night and today, public safety and county resources had to conduct over 90 rescues. We've had no injuries and no deaths in our county.
2: Officials warning of unstable, dangerous roads.
3: It may look like the road is safe to travel, but the reality is that the under the road has been undermined and we're looking at areas where you could fall as much as 40 feet.
2: This dramatic video showing the helicopter rescue of a man stranded by rising floodwaters after his car was washed away by the swollen Salinas River. Rescuers pulling the man to safety. Reservoirs around the state are now releasing water. This one's cranking out at 30,000 cubic feet per second. This is Folsom Lake Reservoir which serves all of Sacramento. It went from extreme drought to now having too much water. And in Fresno County, extreme weather pounding the area. Heavy rain and hail along with tornado warnings. This drone video showing the extent of the flooding near the Kings River. Rock and mudslides on the coast in Big Sur. Parts of Highway 1 forced to shut down. Blasting crews working to clear the roadway of the boulders. Areas around Lake Tahoe remain buried under feet of snow. Crews digging out following the record-breaking events. A separate storm system now rolling through the eastern half of the country, bringing severe thunderstorms and quarter-sized hail to Arkansas.
1: So let's get right to ABC's Rob Marciano along the Napa River. And Rob, it's not just California. Tens of millions are on alert with dangerous storms targeting both coasts. Time this one out for us.
2: Yeah, matter of fact, Rachel, the storm that hit here two days ago is now bringing severe weather to the southeast. Check it out. We've got a tornado watch that's posted for much of the Florida Panhandle, southeast Georgia, and we've seen trees down, winds gusting over 60 miles an hour there. You see that very intense line. That energy tomorrow will roll up the east coast and it'll turn into our next storm, which will become a nor'easter. looks like late in the day a tomorrow, heavy rain along I-95, and then as that low intensifies out near the Cape, that'll bring cold air in, and the snows will pile up along in the New York metro. And some of the uh, suburbs over a foot in spots is a dicey forecast this time of year but it will be a high impact storm while that's happening our next atmospheric river will be arriving here in the west we've got flood watches that remain up winter storm warnings as well and boom there it is early tuesday morning another flash flood threat rapidly rising rivers and mudslides and avalanche dangers as well into wednesday rachel
1: a wet and cold start to the week all right rob thank you we move on now to the fallout from the Silicon Valley bank collapse, the second biggest bank failure in U.S. history, and there are concerns about other regional banks, too. Tonight, what the Secretary of Treasury is saying about a possible bailout is it on the table. ABC's Elizabeth Schulze is at the White House.
3: Tonight, after Silicon Valley Bank's dramatic downfall, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen insists a government bailout is off the table. During the financial crisis, um, there were... Um, investors um, and owners of systemic large banks that were bailed out. We're not going to do that again. Regulators working all weekend to take steps to protect the failed bank's customers. The turmoil began Wednesday when Silicon Valley Bank tried to sell assets to boost its balance sheet. That panicked investors and customers who raced to withdraw funds. Amid a bank run, the FDIC on Friday took control. Now
4: lawmakers want another bank to step in. The best outcome will be, can we, can they find a buyer for this SVB bank today before the markets open in Asia later in the day?
3: The second biggest bank failure in American history, hitting households across the country, like Ohio mom and startup founder, Lindsay Michaelides. It's really easy to think that the impact of this is is very limited to the Silicon Valley and the Bay Area. And it couldn't be further from the truth. Lindsay adding she's holding her breath. A sale of the bank will go through so she can make payroll for the parents she employs. On my team of 15, we have more than 20 kids that depend on those salaries. I can make the next couple of payrolls, but if I have to go beyond that, like there's, there are a lot of children that are gonna be impacted that. Uncertainty also spreading to another regional bank, First Republic. Video shows a long line at this branch in California yesterday as customers tried to take out cash. First Republic vowing its deposit base is strong and investment portfolio is stable.
1: Elizabeth joins us now from the White House. And Elizabeth, we also heard Secretary Yellen today trying to calm some fears about a possible domino effect. Is there any word tonight on when people will be able to access their insured money?
3: Rachel, the Treasury Secretary does insist that the American banking system is safe and resilient. And as far as when Silicon Valley Bank's customers might be able to see their money, the FDIC says that it will pay up to $250,000 in insured deposits tomorrow when it reopens the bank branches. Additional payments on uninsured deposits are also expected to come out this week, Rachel.
1: Elizabeth Schulze at the White House, thank you. We turn now to those scathing comments from former Vice President Mike Pence and his strongest rebuke yet of Donald Trump. Pence saying the former president was wrong about January 6th, and his words endangered his family and everyone at the Capitol that day. And Pence on how history will judge his former boss. Here's ABC's Ike Ajachi.:
4: Tonight, former Vice President Mike Pence delivering his most searing comments yet about former President Donald Trump's role in the January 6th attack on the Capitol. History will hold Donald Trump accountable for January 6th, Pence said. The comments coming at the annual Gridiron dinner Saturday night, an event attended by politicians and journalists. Pence initially poking fun at several lawmakers and political figures, but his tone eventually shifting, saying one thing I haven't joked about is January 6th. January 6th was a tragic day for our nation. Later adding, what happened that day was a disgrace, and it mocks decency to portray it any other way. Pence also scolding the former president for his actions that day, saying President Trump was wrong for falsely claiming Pence had the power to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Pence telling the crowd, his reckless words endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol, a sentiment Pence shared with our David Muir in November during his first network TV interview since the insurrection.
0: I mean, the president's words were reckless. It was clear he
4: decided to be part of the problem. Pence also criticizing those downplaying the events on January 6th, saying tourists don't injure 140 police officers by sightseeing. Tourists don't break down doors to get to the Speaker of the House. Rachel, these comments from former Vice President Pence come after his attorneys filed a motion last week asking a judge to block the special counsel's federal grand jury subpoena for his testimony related to January 6th. Now, we reached out to the Trump campaign and they declined to comment he has denied all wrongdoing. Rachel?
1: Yeah, we know Pence was only 40 feet from the riders that day. All right, Ike, thank you. Now to new developments after that train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. The NTSB chief saying today that the agency is not satisfied with the new safety goals outlined by Norfolk Southern. That community is still reeling from the toxic spill in February. Here's ABC's Mona abdi
5: Tonight, the head of the NTSB with tough words for embattled train operator Norfolk Southern and its new safety goals.
1: They are not uh, robust enough. I think we'll be looking at uh, more recommendations as part of our investigation.
5: The train operator under investigation amid a series of train derailments in recent weeks, including the one in East Palestine, Ohio, and this one in Alabama. Tonight, the NTSB's chairwoman saying more testing and changes are on the way.
1: In fact, just this week, we will be doing testing of the pressure relief valves that release that are in charge of releasing pressure of those five vinyl chloride tank cars.
5: Those safety valves, now part of the NTSB's probe into the train derailment and chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio, back in February. Overnight, residents just outside of East Palestine protesting, holding up signs that read, Norfolk needs to pay.
3: We're here to tell them that they need to step it up and do the right thing. And Norfolk needs to be held accountable for what they did. It comes days after
5: senators on Capitol Hill press CEO Alan Shaw about paying for long-term damage and caring for the residents.
4: Senator, we're going to do what's right for the citizens of h What's right is to cover their health care needs. Will you do that? Everything is on the table, sir.
5: And the CEO of Norfolk Southern will be back on Capitol Hill to testify in a hearing that will focus on rail safety. The NTSB chairwoman will also be testifying during that March 22nd hearing. Rachel? Both high stakes hearings. All right. Mona,
1: thank you. Turning now to that boating tragedy in California. At least eight people are dead after two suspected smuggling boats crashed off the San Diego coastline. And the search continues for other possible victims. Here's ABC's DeMarco Morgan.
2: Tonight, authorities are searching for victims after two small boats capsized off the coast of San Diego that left at least eight people dead overnight. A Spanish speaking woman calling 911. One boat carrying eight people made it to the beach one of the occupants of that boat called 911 stating that the other boat with 15 on board. Authorities are searching for other possible victims, but they say high tides and rough conditions prevented rescuers from easily reaching the scene. Divers forced to wade through the water up to their waists.
4: It was the, the fog. Surf conditions pitch black down there. Authorities
2: saying they don't know how the boats capsized, but suspect they were used for
4: trafficking. This is one of the worst maritime smuggling tragedies that I can think of in California, certainly here in the city of San Diego.
2: The two motorized boats, known as pangas, are often used in smuggling operations, according to officials.
4: This is not necessarily people trying to find a better life. This is part of a transnational criminal organization effort to smuggle people into the United States. The nationalities of the victims are unknown at this hour. Authorities say helicopters will
2: aid in the search. Rachel.
1: DeMarco, thank you. U.S. officials pushing back after Iran's top diplomat claimed the two countries had reached an agreement on a prisoner swap. A State Department spokesperson dismissed the comments as, quote, a cruel lie, and the White House National Security Council calling the remarks false. At least three American citizens are being held in prisons in Iran on espionage charges that have been widely disputed. In Israel, an estimated half a million people taking to the streets to protest the government's plan to overhaul the judicial system. It's the 10th consecutive week of protests. Critics say it would not only weaken the judiciary, but poses a threat to democracy, undermining the checks and balances system. Supporters say the changes are needed to control overreach by unelected judges. There's still much more ahead on World News tonight, this Sunday, including the toxic red tide, killing fish and closing beaches on the west coast of Florida a warm welcome for the SpaceX crew after five months on the International Space Station.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window.
1: All four members of a firefighter's family, his wife and three children, dying in a house fire on the city's northwest side. Officials say the firefighter rushed to the scene after hearing his own address on the radio scanner. Fellow firefighters who were there tried to comfort him and offer support. URGENT CONCERNS TONIGHT ALONG FLORIDA'S SOUTHWEST COAST AFTER A FLARE-UP OF TOXIC RED TIDE. RESIDENTS ARE COMPLAINING OF BURNING EYES AND BREATHING PROBLEMS. THOUSANDS OF DEAD FISH HAVE WASHED UP ON THE state SHORES. RED TIDE IS A COMMON OCCURRENCE FROM A TOXIC ALGAE BLOOM THAT IS CAUSED NATURALLY, BUT IT HAS WORSENED IN THAT AREA. RESIDENTS ARE WARNED TO STAY OUT OF THE WATER. To Italy now, where the influx of migrants has not slowed down two weeks after the shipwreck that claimed the lives of dozens of people off the country's southern coast. This weekend, authorities bringing ashore more than 1,000 people trying to enter the country in overcrowded boats. Italy is now asking for help from the EU to deal with the increasing number of asylum seekers
3: from Africa and the Middle East. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author.
1: And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. To the index now, a triumphant return to Earth for the SpaceX Crew-5 mission. Astronauts from the U.S., Japan, and Russia spent five months at the International Space Station, their capsule splashing down overnight near Tampa, returning safely, though a bit wobbly at first. Commander Nicole Mann saying, that was one heck of a ride. And tributes are pouring in for legendary Minnesota Vikings coach Bud Grant, who passed away this weekend at the age of 95. In 28 seasons as head coach, his teams reached the playoffs 20 times. The Hall of Famer led the Vikings to four Super Bowls, building one of the best teams of the 1970s, though they missed out on winning the big game.
6: The first ever criminal trial of a former president is underway in Manhattan. It's one of potentially four trials facing former President Trump as he makes his third bid for the White House. What do voters think about his culpability, and would a guilty verdict make a difference in the election? I'm Galen Druk, and every Monday and Thursday on the 538 Politics Podcast, we break down the latest news from the campaign trail. We sort through the noise and zoom in on what really matters using data and research as we go. That's 538 Politics every Monday and Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts.
4: People who disappear
2: without a trace. Where is she? The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's
0: a Hannibal Lecter feel to him.
2: For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.
1: And finally tonight all eyes on the champagne carpet. Lindsay Davis is there with some of Oscars most inspiring nominees.
6: Now is our time to strike.
3: Queen Ramonda is stately and strong and beautiful. Uh, Curious what your message would be or what you hope um, young black girls in particular but all girls perhaps will, will take away from seeing your portrayal
1: oh that their very essence their very being is marvelous you know it's marvelous it's graceful it is enough and they they truly can rise and become anything that they that they desire that they put their heart and their mind to that they give the full measure of their
0: devotion they can rise as ramonda did
4: what you meant to say is you're not allowing me to be here
3: Talk to me about what this means as far as representation, because at the heart of it, it's really a story about immigration, but then it goes so far beyond that. And what that means for the Asian American community to be considered for, you know, Best picture of the year. One of the things I'm most proud of with our movie is that it's so wild, so imaginative, so big-hearted that it somehow transcends identity politics, that it actually just becomes about a family and it's reached so many people of all different backgrounds. I, I was just
5: hoping you could enlighten me.
3: We're all immigrants, by the way. I'm not an Asian immigrant, but I'm a Hungarian Danish immigrant my grandparents came here from hungary and denmark and they had the same hopes and dreams for the family meeting those actors was just so inspiring and here on the champagne carpet excitement is building we are just moments away rachel
1: our thanks to lindsay good luck to all of tonight's nominees and it is hollywood's biggest night so just a reminder tune in the oscars tonight at 8 eastern right here on abc and thank you for watching i'm rachel scott David, you're back here tomorrow for all of us here. Good night.
6: As in previous campaigns, it's the economy, stupid. We'll be looking at that this morning.
0: First, though, it's the news, stupid. It is the economy, stupid.
4: It's not the economy, stupid. It's national security, stupid. It's the hair, stupid. In 1992,
6: one of the best known pieces of presidential campaign wisdom was born. It's the economy, stupid.